Jason, you okay? <laughs> yeah. You okay? I think so. Amid the coronavirus scare and everybody freaking out, we're still here. We're still recording because nothing's going to stop us with the Lord's work. Isn't yeah. that right, everybody? Plus, nothing can get inside this containment room. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We're in a we're in a big bubble right now. We're, we're right? twenty two hundred feet below the Earth's surface <laughs> right now. Welcome everybody to the Affinity Christian Ministries podcast. My name is James. I've got the usual crew, Jonathan and Mason. Uh, Mason was sick, but he's not anymore. Thankfully, you had yeah. some sort of what the sniffles. You said it was yeah, actually technically. I think uh, what it was was the uh, coronavirus two two nine E, which Whoa. is uh, the uh, virus strain for uh, commonly known as the common cold. I thought two mm. two would be. Better than one nine, but maybe not. Uh, you know, I guess strains work backwards in this oh. case. So the next one we see is going to be like 18, and it's going to be I, really scary. It's going to be super scary. I right? mean, but really why we're here is um, we, we need to address it. We need to talk about it. I'm pretty sure everybody's pretty tired of hearing about it, but yep. we, we've got to talk about it. We, we've got to address it, and we've got to address it biblically, and we've got to point this fear, this fear-mongering, this... This attention towards God. No doubt. Um, you know, to start off with, if you were to right now, I think to mentally to give an idea of what, um, you know, the, the, the media is doing to this, number one, um, is close your eyes. Imagine three months ago, you got rid of your TVs. You don't have internet. You're just, you know, you're doing fine. You're going about your day. You're going to work. You're doing whatever. And if everyone was doing that right now, you would literally be looking around and you would have no concern. You wouldn't be running and being concerned. You heard someone sneeze. You wouldn't freak out and run for the doors. You wouldn't be trying to buy a, a huge amounts of toilet paper worried about wiping your butt. I mean, like, literally the insanity that's bred behind it is so silly. Um, but you wouldn't, you would not feel any of that, none of it, because it wouldn't exist because no one's falling dead in the street around you. No one's lying on the sidewalks, you know, with their face falling off or whatever else. Like, you don't see anything. In fact, there's no increased, you know, funeral processions, you know, in our areas at this time either. Or, or globally, when you look at the number of deaths, it is a small fraction of people. And if, I mean, it was extremely small. If you wouldn't have, if, if this wouldn't have been scientifically discovered, let's say, everybody would just thought it was the, uh, the flu, yep. right? So, like, let's even just take out the fact that it's called COVID-19 and let's just apply it to... If you didn't know what was going on, you would have just thought everybody had the flu. Everybody would have continued with their day. Now, to your point, if everybody was dropping dead, right. then we've got different, a little bit of a different problem. Different story, and that's just it. It's like right now, you know, um, I suppose if you're a person, right, and you know, you've got people, five people you know around you that are dying and literally dead because of the virus, you know, you could understand your, your thoughts on things, but that is not the epidemic that is happening the, the small amount of people that have died, they're, they're making it sound as though millions are dead already. Like, if you get this, you're going to hit the dirt. Meanwhile, you know, you already have people, finally, they're going to start putting on the TV I saw the other day that, um, you know, a woman who got it, got the coronavirus, you know, she, I don't know, she's probably she, in her 30s. She was in Seattle, where it freaking yep, hit Yep, the hard. epicenter, okay? And she's already fine. And she said there's no reason to panic. It was just like any other flu for her. It was like, well, you know, I didn't feel good. I felt, you know, tired, blah, 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 and was, was ill, got a fever, and after the fever broke, it was gone. Just like your body's designed to do to, you know, cook it up with a fever. So, you know, finally, because if you notice, we're not seeing – that was the first person in this whole time, and there's been thousands of recovery cases already, 
and they're not letting them even be on TV or even they're not even interviewing them to say, okay, you had and you recovered. How is it? Why? Because their recovery story is so simple and it's like, yeah, this was no big deal. And so you're not seeing that peddled in the media. No. Why wouldn't you go straight to the people who have had it and survived it? Tell us how you went through. Why? Because there's nothing exciting about it. They're going to be like, yeah, um, I really didn't think it was anything you know, other than yeah. the fact they've got me freaked out and then, about what I have. And, and just like any other major illness, like the flu, it affects the elderly more than anything because their immune systems are already working on freaking hyperdrive yep. to keep them alive, let alone battle off an infection. So you have to understand that that's why it is impacting the elderly a little bit more, which is... It's just understandable. Which it's just, is what literally any virus strain does. Yeah. That's why That's why you, when it, I heard this on the radio, uh, you know, any old person, no offense, can break a hip, right? But what that does is it leads to complications. Their hip can lead into other things and cause other problems, swelling, all this fun stuff. But you don't see people banning uh, walking. Walking. <laughs> Well, you know, and uh, and aside from that, there's a lot of numbers that the the TV won't put on there either. And, you know, whether it's DUI deaths or, you know, car auto deaths, uh, you know, just other things. No one's banning cars. You know, we don't we don't we don't uh, putting on the screen. This is how many people have died this month from liver disease due to um, acute liver failure from drinking. Let alone let alone suicide, let alone, like you said, alcohol, like there's so many overdoses and we're in an epidemic of overdoses and people are barely even talking about that. It's just like where our priorities aren't in check right in my opinion but and something like this is is not um not something to panic about in fact like i said without the without the media no one in in their sane mind would have a panic of anything that's it there just wouldn't be and if someone actually really sat down got out of their emotions and sat still for a moment okay think about it if, rationally if, no, if everyone around me no one had you know the tv right now like how would i know anything was even going on in this world whether the Stocks are crashing or anything else. Like, literally, you'd be like, My, the sky is up, the moon is up, the sun is up, I'm breathing air, um, life is good. And you go about your day, and you go to work, and you go to the store. Like, you wouldn't be in a panic at all. And that's the point that people need to sit down and realize, okay, wow. Now, it's one thing, again, if you're there, and you personally are witnessing piles of people and body, like... There's a different story, right? But this is just a virus, by the way. There's no treatment for viruses, okay? Now, you can get a, they can attempt to make a vaccine, but it doesn't matter. The virus itself, once you have it, there's no medication for the virus. That's a fact. You, just treat you the can't symptoms. take a, 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 you know, metadose pack or steroid pack and, you know, make it go away because it, it doesn't function that way. That's why they talk about self quarantine. The bottom line is there is no treatment. You sit home, you put a rag in your forehead if you wish. And you drink some soup and you get better, right? You're, you know, you're going to be under the weather for a few days. Get over it. You know, some people are going to get over it in less than 24 hours. Others are going to take, you know, a few days to a week, just like any other flu. So and I, you, you understand that, like you mentioned, the elderly, you know, yeah. there, there are some that, and it doesn't matter what it is, are very at risk uh, for the elderly are at risk for pneumonia and different things as well, too. So proper hygiene and proper care around any of that stuff is should always be taken seriously. I don't care if you have the regular flu or the coronavirus. Yep. You bring that into a facility with a bunch of compromised old people, it's always at risk. Yep. That's why, you know, hygiene is, is critical. And to that point, I want to kind of – I think I want to kind of look at the numbers. And, and we're going to be honest. You can always look up these numbers as well. I'm getting this uh, information off of worldmeters.info. 
uh, this is specifically for the coronavirus, right now in the world, 149,615 people have con been confirmed to have the virus, which has resulted in 5,605 deaths. But then also a number you do not see is how many of those cases have been recovered, which is 73,726. If you do the math, that means that the mortality rate is a, a 3.7%. Now. And here's the thing about the mortality rate, too, is that um, they're not telling you what the people that uh, supposedly died from the coronavirus is, uh, you know, their pre-existing conditions, yep. their medical history, because th there's a difference that I'm very skeptical about. And it, not only is it just for COVID-19, this goes for the flu and any other diseases that are uh, uh, claiming lives is that um, did they die because of the virus or did they die with the virus? Yep. Because <clears throat> as uh, for some of the um, first cases I've seen here in you uh, in the United States of, of people just uh, of of deaths supposedly and uh, deaths in Italy and uh, deaths in China is that um, some of these people just to give you examples, uh, one guy had two cardiac arrest episodes. Uh, one person was a stroke uh, was a stroke victim. Uh, there was a severe diabetic. Uh, so and, and then the rest of them are, of course, the elderly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just like, uh, so what really killed them here? Was it this uh, this virus that heavily resembles the common cold and a, 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 a flu a imitation, flu, a yeah. flu imitation, or was it the cardiac arrests? Was it the severe diabetes? Was it the stroke? You know they'll fold the numbers in their favor, right? Whatever it may be, and yeah. then if we go and pull the numbers to the United States, this is uh, it's March fourteenth when we're recording this, and as of right now, two thousand three hundred forty confirmed cases of coronavirus in the U.S. alone, which has resulted in fifty deaths. Now, that fifty deaths means it has a mortality rate of two point one percent. Once again. Those numbers are probably highly in the elderly. I read something the other day that said that the elderly have a 25% mortality rate. It's because their immune systems are compromised. But if you're anywhere from the ages of one month to 40, your mortality rate, mortality rate is way below 2% because you are healthy. Now, if you may be compromised, now you don't have to be old to be compromised. Just like Mason said, you can have COPD. Right. You can have cancer. You can have a, a number of things which just make it harder to live. But then you also have to think, here's another number that I love, that out of the 2,249 cases that have been confirmed, only 10 have been recorded as being serious and or critical. If you do the math, it is 0.1 of a percent that are actually critical needing hospitalization. Those are the numbers they're not telling you. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, the, uh, the comparisons to everything else—it's killing people. <laughs> if you stay at Chicago, you 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 would actually have a better chance of uh, surviving Corona than than going to Chicago. So, well, let's go. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and talk about like some of the uh, rationalizing people are doing here to uh, rationalize their fear of this vir this virus. You know, they're saying that they're worried for their loved ones, and which I get. But, well, yeah, which is you know, yeah, I get. If but you I, have a compromised family member, take all precautions necessary. But to the same exact degree, you should be taking those precautions with everything. The flu, yeah. walking, yeah, if you're everything. This, it, yeah. it should not just be for the COVID-19. Yeah, if it's, you're just now buying hand sanitizer because you're worried about a loved one, you know, you need to realize that you should have, I mean, that, that precaution should have been here this whole time. It shouldn't have just arose from COVID-19. And, and I understand if this is a turnaround for you, that's, that's fantastic. But 
it shouldn't have been just this. I, honestly, you know what else is? It's such a. Um, it's almost like a. It's it's a real fear, but at the same time, it's a fake fear. And here's the thing. Uh, so the other day, I was talking to a person, right? Um, and the employees. Now, mind you, their pay is probably. 10, 11, $12 an hour, and they're having talk about this at work, and yada da. And, you know, uh, my my uh, friend there makes a comment and says, This is not a big deal. Like, you guys are panicking, right? All of them freak out, like, Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you. They're panicking, like, I can't believe this is so serious. So, how could you even say it's not serious? Like, they're literally, like, freaking out, freaking out. And, and so I, I said, You know, my response would have been, like, Really? You're that scared of it? You're telling me you're that scared of the coronavirus and you brought your butt here for ten, eleven, twelve dollars an hour? Yeah. Like literally you just said, My life is worth ten bucks. Cool. Hour, yeah. Now if you believe the fear that you're pandering to yourself, you wouldn't be here. You would be hiding. If you really thought that you oh my goodness, if I get someone to die, you would be hiding, but you're not. You have a fake fear. But yet you run around anyway, still got your phone, you're still hopnobbing and talking and hanging out, you know, with your local friends or whatever. Like, you don't really have a fear. You know what I mean? Like, if you if you did, you would act like it because people who feared that, man, they're holed up in a place, you know, guns on the wall, can't come in, can't go out, cut the wires, that sort of, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> The coronavirus will come through the yeah, phone. <laughs> this is real, you know, you got you got you gallons of gasoline ready to go in case you got to burn the place, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that, that sort of thing like it's time to go but it's, it's, it's also that fear creates fear yep. you look at the media and you see a bunch of people stocking up on toilet paper your mind subconsciously or uh, uh, you know uh, or forward is thinking to yourself well what do they know that I don't know yep. what's going yep. on if they don't if they're getting all the toilet paper I'm not gonna have any toilet paper <laughs> and that that there's a name for that in cryptocurrency space it's called FOMO fear of missing, missing out. out and uh, it's a, kind of the same thing someone else's reaction it starts a reaction in you a little bit. And at first you're kind of like, no, no, no. But all of a sudden it starts to build up. And you're like, ah! <laughs> you're right where they are. And guess what you're doing? Someone near you is seeing you get all amped up. And it happens to them. And it's like, that's, it's that's the true effect. virus, you're, really, you're, of it all. I that's saw, where it spreads. I saw this picture where this lady was, she put two milk cartons, milk, milk jugs into her cart. And then someone else saw that. So they went and put three. And then by the end, there was a lady stalking her cart with all the milk she could get. <laughs> and it was just the fact that uh, I and I, 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 know, I and it, it's the same thing with toilet paper. I mean, it comes to a point where you could just use a rag and rewash. Yeah, it. yeah, I know. They're, that, gets, that's how ignorant they'll they'll take up the space in their vehicle for toilet paper, which they can't eat. And you know, it takes up a lot of space. Dude, I'm telling that you, that should right now, be food supplies. If you were really worried, you've said you wouldn't, this. You wouldn't. Yeah. You were not. Listen, you're not going to get to wipe that often if you didn't stock food. If, <laughs> If you keep on bringing up I can't eat money or paper or toilet paper, trust me, you give me enough Tabasco. <laughs> yeah, Tabasco, <I> some <laughs> barbecue sauce. Yeah, I'll freaking eat my way through it. So let's go. I want to go and get onto the topic as far as like uh, people with their uh, little ones, right? We know that the uh, coronavirus has not been lethal at all to anyone of younger age. No. So here's the thing: and younger age, not even that. I'm talking like we're talking like months old. Right, like infants. And here's the thing: so not only did I get sick. When Ohio got his first uh, few confirmed corona cases, and then all of a sudden uh, he gets sick, and I actually have the same exact symptoms of uh, the coronavirus, right? And then uh, my eight-month-old son gets the same exact thing. I mean, him got it uh, same exact day, starts showing the same exact symptoms, and guess what? I didn't freak out because could you imagine what that what type of atmosphere that would have created? 
if I would have thought the way that the majority of the people are thinking that I, I, I could be infected with a deadly disease and so can my eight month old child and I caused this fear and panic and I'm worrying, but you know what I did? I did what I usually do, which my son's only been sick a couple times, right? I gave him, we, we switched to some warm water. We fed him. We tried to get him nice and uh, bundled up, kept him, uh, kept him active, made him tired, made him burn off some energy. He slept a lot and he was fine within three days. Mm-hmm. Same thing with me. I'm still, you know, I still got a runny nose, cloggy nose. But <clears throat> what I, what I want to get on here is uh, some of the parents that I've seen, right? These people that are freaking out that are trying to treat this COVID uh, virus as if, as if it's the end of the world and you have children, you are traumatizing your children. If you are acting like this is the end of the world, like keep in mind, the symptoms of the COVID virus are so benign. They are very common amongst flu and cold symptoms. Really, anytime you ever feel under the weather, it matches up with the symptoms of the COVID virus. So for the rest of your kids' life, you are building this traumatic experience to where they get the sniffles, they get a sore throat, or they get a headache. All of a sudden, to them, it seems it, it, it puts in the image of this could be certain death. Yeah. You are traumatizing your kids. Do not freak out in front of your kids. And actually, I'm glad that the majority of the people that do freak out don't have any kids. Because I would feel I would feel horrible for those it, children. It's, it's not the fact that if you feel nervous and you want to go get checked, go get checked. But you don't need to incite panic. I right. would say that's what you're. That's is that the point you're the kind of trying is, to make? Yeah, don't don't freak out about like even what's the number one rule that's practiced amongst EMTs, emergency room doctors, oh, that's a surgeons. Good point. And guess what? When it comes to drowning or even performing CPR, the number one rule for all these emergency situations is do not panic if you're drowning and you panic guess what you drown and even if someone comes to save you and you are the drowning victim oh and they you're still say kicking, they go limp they don't even yeah. say to do anything yeah and, and they even instruct the lifeguards right don't don't get them let go of them if they're freaking out do not try to swim with them because they will drown the lifeguard too someone that's panicking mm. okay i mean that, that's kind of cool if you were doing open heart surgery and all of a sudden blood started squirting their doctor's like ah! yeah. <laughs> he's, a go- he's a goner he's a goner i mean that would it would definitely uh, and, and cause I'll- more problems <laughs> but really the main goal in um, anything in life is is to point yeah, so and give glory to god exactly. exactly and and you know we're going to read some bible verses cuz it's that's where you really turn to is the word uh, at the end of the day um so I'm going to read to you Hebrews 10, 28. Um, and fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Um, don't fear anything that kills your body, whether it's man, whether it's beast, whether it's bug, uh, spider, spider, snake. virus, whatever it is. Don't. Shark. Because if it, let me ask you this. Those of you who are panicking right now, are you putting the same level of effort in in terms of walking righteous with the Lord? And I'm not here to judge you. I'm just saying, I'm trying to point Open something your out. Eyes. Yep. Like if you feared God, like you should, um, not that you should just follow God out of fear, but nonetheless, if you truly understood uh, what you're up against, you would do the same sort of protections. You would self-quarantine yourself from from sin in the world. You'd self-quarantine yourself from in a room attempt to, with the Bible. Yeah, and, and, and you would yep. do that. You would take it to that level because why? Well, I don't, I don't want to lose my soul. 
right now you're trying to worry about your life. You know, you're, you don't want to lose your spirit, you know, in the afterlife. But losing your life here, you're like, oh, you know, I don't want to lose my life. I don't want to lose my life. Yeah. How about for eternity? That's the one you should be really focused on, not your mortal fleshly body here. And that, and that, and I, I brought this up earlier before we started the recording, is that in America especially, you know, everybody lives without the notion of death in their daily lives. No one ever thinks, unless it's knocking on their door, that I'm going to die. And as soon as something scares them, as soon as something jolts them to be like, death is right next to you at any moment of the day, because I'm telling you, and it's if you disagree, just open your eyes, death is, for every single person on this planet, standing right next to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is just a matter of time. It's sitting on your shoulders. <laughs> so that is, yeah. So that is why there's panic, is because they people in America have realized, oh crap, <laughs> I could be dead, and then they start panicking. Well, guess what? <laughs> if you have Christ in your heart, there is no panic. Yeah, evidently they have something to live for here. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get old and pay taxes and die. Like, what? No, not me, not me, please, Lord. Um. Yes, it's uh, it's just it's interesting. Now, listen, Christians, as uh, you know, when I preach on end times, and listen, we are in our last days, and I'm not talking like the sky's going to fall tomorrow. But I will say this: wake up, wake up, wake up, because if anything, you should be realizing is how quickly the tides can turn. Just literally, not that long ago, everything was fine, no one was panicking, you weren't hearing anything about anything, and then all of a sudden. You know, you're being told you can't gather, you know, go stay in your homes and businesses are literally going to go belly up because of a mass hysteria over something that's not worth having mass hysteria for. You're looking at this. It's just like it's it's sickening the the twisting how easily it's like, you know, people are sitting back and going, wow, overnight, we just controlled the entire globe They're out about of to, something yeah. that they cannot see. Men fear a virus, which they cannot see, but they don't fear God, which they cannot see. You know what I mean? Like they they they're fearing the wrong and thing. And how do you trust? How do you trust the government that is that is telling you these things? It's you, a blind. It, it, no, I mean, if how, that's, or how do you trust the government that allows the media to, to do what they're doing? Like you, you they're they, literally yeah. like they're going to take the, the small piece yeah. and they're going to push it out there as though. Like I saw one the other day. They're like, oh, Iran is digging mass graves to throw all these bodies in. Um, okay, silly. Like this is not—it's not a plague where people are dropping dead on the freaking streets. Yeah. You're not—you're not even going to see people and go, "Oh my goodness, there's a coronavirus person." It's not leprosy; they're not going to be visible that way. Like that—that's how retarded this is. But because it's the invisible, everyone is panicked. Iran, it's not something they can yeah. see and and dodge left or right. It's everywhere. From, ah! from this website, Iran only has 611 deaths. Right. In the past, when did it when did it drop? What two three weeks ago? So I understand that that may be a lot of deaths in two to three weeks, yeah, but it seems like time is not worth digging a mass grave million. for thousands. And that's what we know of, too. That's like from the time they discovered it. That's yeah. not just saying like how the, the virus could have been in Iran for a mu- much longer than that. Yep. And I want to keep people in mind, too, that the COVID virus came out in January. Yeah. It's, it's been out for a little time. That's when they found out about it. Yeah. How, much, how long do you think it's actually been around? If, if we didn't even figure it out until January. I, I, yeah, I want to say they said since November um, or something like that was the first time they were looking at it and going, what do we have here or something like that? And they right. didn't take it seriously and, or whatever. So and, since November. And they, not even that, but they say that you don't have symptoms if you have the coronavirus for two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So that means 
that you, I mean, just in general, you shouldn't be touching no one, even if you're not showing symptoms, because you don't even know. Yeah, basically, you already got it. It's too late. <laughs> it's everywhere. And, and, and let's put up this uh, this other um, situation here. So everyone goes into full I- isolation quarantine mode. Everyone stays home, does nothing. I brought this point up to a couple of my friends. I'm like, if you, as long as you are still buying food, supplies, and any other products from a store, you're still going to get it. Yep. Just because yeah. you quarantine it. If you're letting anything from the outside world come into your home, you've already been exposed to it because that's not the quarantine, quarantining yourself. You can only hide for so long. And that's the other it thing. It just doesn't disappear. No one is thinking about, okay, what do I do a month from now? Two months from now? Three months from now? Nobody is. They're go- you know what I mean? Like, what are you just going to literally stay inside forever? Like, okay, and then if everyone's got the same mentality... That grocery store is not going to have any food for you. Now what are you going to do? At some point, (laughs) you are going to pull your head out of your backside and go, "Um, we need to get back to life. Yeah, Like we're running from something. We're literally going to kill ourselves instead of the virus. That's literally what everyone – right now we're suffering a financial death just because of it. Yeah. And And people are going to allow the United States to hit an economic freaking crisis here because of everything that's going on. And they're allowing it. People are getting afraid. And when you get fear into the world, you get, all the stocks are going to start dropping. People are going to start pulling out money because they feel like they need to keep money. And and we're, we have a lot of Bible verses on fear that we want to, want, want to share. But one thing I definitely want to hear your opinion on, Jonathan, is every single country coming out saying, do not use cash. Oh, yeah. And what, Jonathan, what is this pushing towards end times towards cashlessness and co- towards this mark of the beast. Well, it's definitely accelerating it. That's for sure. Um, and uh, a few years ago, you know, I put together a list of accelerators for the mark of the beast because if we were looking at just a clean timeline with nothing, no outside influence and things like that, you know, you could say, well, it's probably going to be this long, you know, and you got a longer chart. But the reality is, is there's a number of things like, you know, terror, right? Mm-hmm. You can have terrorist attacks that, Literally overnight could turn into everyone must get a mark. We need to know who everyone is today, no matter what, like whatever terrorist attack that was that devastating or it's germ warfare or dirty weapon, whatever that causes chaos. And in the midst of chaos, they move laws into place overnight. Mm-hmm. They did it. They did it with 9-11. I guarantee you they're going to do it right now. Matter of fact, the other day, uh, yesterday I was reading how they're already bypassing a bunch of normal FDA laws right now. They're just, nope, we don't have to go through them. This is an emergency situation. And that's my point. As soon as I read that they headline. Can, they can create laws and take away laws it, if they need that to. That quick. So so right away you realize, like, again, under the fear, they can remove and sidestep laws. And don't be surprised if they also sidestep constitution. But um, they'll, they'll do that, and everyone will be fine with it because their fear is so strong. Just whatever you do, make it all stop. I don't care if you take away my sovereignty, make it all stop. Like literally just let me go back to my little, um, uh, you know, video game uh, here and, and just in my little quiet space and, you know, don't mess up my life anymore. So, yeah, it's, um, I don't know, it's nuts. And, and but I, this, this I, yeah. mark of the beast, it's going to push the cashlessness. So from that preaching that I gave, um, this was one I didn't actually have on there. Uh, what, I mean, I guess epidemic was on there. Um, but another one that it's really adding to it is, the race of the countries against one another, propelling it faster than almost a pandemic would. Um, and that's really what we're seeing right now is China's moving their digital currency into the market. United States, the USDC, they're like, whoa, 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 we got we to get out here ahead of this. We're the euro currency of the world. And, you know, you've got Russia who's being kind of quiet uh, on that. But nonetheless, 
what you're seeing in the headlines is China, United States, these China. other countries, they're saying get rid of currency because currency carries the virus. Yep. Everyone knows money is dirty. Everyone knows that at, at this point. And so <laughs> money I trust is me, I hold a couple of coins in my hand. I'm like, boo. <laughs> I know you go to hand them to somebody and they stick to your hand. You're like, oh, here. Oh, um, but uh, it is money's very dirty. So there's, there's a, it's a great reason to get rid of it faster. And the more fear there is of it, people will willingly turn in their cash overnight to go to their digital and payments. It's not even, it's not even fake. I've, no. I saw posts where bars are like, we're still open because right. we obviously don't want to lose a lot of money, but no cash. Right. And, and on top of that, we're going to scan your temperature. If you have anything over this, you're not allowed in. Wow. So that right there is they've already they're already you saying what? no you know cash. What's and stupid. Then, what? Is you know the the guy that's scanning people, <laughs> just standing there like sup to scan you. He ain't meanwhile, no CDs. Meanwhile, he's just traded yeah. his soul for for a couple dollars an hour bouncing, <laughs> running the thermometer. Like, yeah, how many sick people did you see tonight? Oh, just four. <laughs> like, yeah, just. He, he's, he's he's only part time now. <laughs> You know, that that is literally the, the funny thing about it. Like, I can understand if you're standing there in a space suit, but you know that's not happening. What is the point of testing anyone if you're putting a guy out front who's in contact with everyone who yeah. would keep, have it anyways? Like, literally, he's going to walk back into the place. Oh, it's time for my break. I'm going to walk in and, you know, whatever. And infect the whole place anyways. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's retarded. But that, that retarded. The cashlessness comes alive in times like this. And... It's just a propellant. The devil is like, I'm tired of, I'm tired of waiting. Let me flick this mutated version of the flu out here, and let's just keep it rolling, keep it rolling, you know. And and Mason, you know, um, we were talking too. When it comes to this thing, will bring about very highly possible uh, mandatory vaccination laws that are going to be brought out uh, because they're going to come out with a vaccine. There's going to be a bump, bunch of people who aren't going to take it, and then because of the mass hysteria about the coronavirus. All the people who are taking the vaccine are literally going to want to rip apart all the people who won't. Be like, you saw what it did to this world. When it really, like, there was it only, did nothing. <laughs> yeah, it did nothing, but they're literally in their mind, it's there. So you're going to see this, the laws, the push for this mandatory vaccine. And then you got to go, well, how do we really track that? How do we know when we pass someone whether or not they're Boom, vaccinated? Mark. And there's your mark right there. Mark of the beast in your hand or your forehead. So that's going to, that information is going to be available in the mark. So. It's going to help track people, and it handles Ill illegal immigration. All the above, like it puts go watch that everybody, video. Go watch that market video. Yeah. And Mason, you mentioned uh, you had a friend too. Uh, I think it was you that mentioned a friend at NASA that was putting out some new stuff. Oh yeah, so <clears throat> I do know. Uh, I have a friend of a friend that works at NASA. Mm. Um, of a he, friend. He, <laughs> of a friend of a friend of a friend. Uh, and he services a lot of the um, uh, technology there as a uh, kind of like a maintenance guy, but. Um, he was talking about how NASA right now has a bunch of um, uh, has a an entire warehouse full of satellites right now. Uh, I believe they're called the Starlink satellites, and I guess what they're what they're doing is that they're working with Elon Musk and um, Tesla his, and uh, not not Tesla but uh, SpaceX. His, SpaceX. Oh, SpaceX. Sorry, yeah, yeah. They're working on a project here, and I guess what the project is leading to is global Wi-Fi. Yep. I've been nah, I've been I've been I've been preaching that for years, folks. Dude, I've been I've been that telling people that means they people, can check your mark no matter everywhere where you're, at. you're at. I'm telling you, people don't understand the technology. And listen, I understand if you don't follow tech, this might seem like it's sci-fi or it's so far away. Oh, that's gonna be 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Listen to me. Listen, it's not. The technology is here. 
It's it's done. They don't need even really much more to do it. Even put the mark of the beast in your hand, other than people to line up to get it. Okay, whether it be yeah. mandatory or out of panic or whatever. So keep watching the agenda <laughs> of what's coming because I'm telling you this because this mark is more dangerous than anything else. Well, other than running around unsaved, okay? But yeah. the mark is second to not being saved. Why is that? Because the Bible says specifically anyone who receives the mark will be tortured with fire and brimstone in the presence of the Lamb and the holy angels and the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever, ever, and they have no rest day nor night. So that's what the verse says. So it's that means lake of fire. That is the lake of fire. You don't want to go there because you were ignorant and you took this mark. But understand that the rest of the world is going to look to you like you're dangerous because you won't fall in line. And, 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 and I was just about to say that. that You'll be a danger. The, you'll be an the, unvaccinated, the, unmarked person. Run from you. They will literally turn you yeah. like you got the play. I mean, that's what, they're, that's what they've been doing in California and uh, Virginia with all these states that are – it's mandatory vaccination. And if you're not uh, vaccinated, what they're trying to – like California was just uh, – they, they just asked us uh, this problem um, – how do we know they're vaccinated? Because if you're not vaccinated, you're not allowed to have any access to public transportation. Yep. They don't want you in public schools. So oh, it's actually geez. it's actually forcing a lot of a lot of parents are waking up to this and they're like, well, I'm homeschooling then. And uh, we're just going to go ahead and start getting ourselves out from this uh, from this public yeah. this public system. So now what California was talking about is that, well, we need to have an electronic biometric identification system that's able to keep everyone's medical history on tap so that before they go to any public service, whether it's trans transportation or education, uh, that they have to input their information and we can pull up their medical history, make sure that they're vaccinated. So they're not a danger to us. <clears throat> yep. And that's what I'm saying. Like if they're going to mix that in there and they're going to help push that mark. And like I said, anyone who doesn't fall in line will be demonized to the highest level, um, which is part of what we'll bring about when it talks about if you refuse the mark, you'll be put to death. So so when you read that, you're like, well, how could that ever get that way? Okay, pay attention to what's going on maybe with coronavirus. Not, maybe not put to death physically, like I'm going to kill you, but it, put to death by you're not getting well, food, yeah. you're not getting water, you're not getting health care, yep. all that stuff. Yep, and and honestly, it, it'll be very, if it's a very chaotic time at that time, you could see physical death, but otherwise, yes, death to the world, meaning you're cut off, you do not yep. exist, your life here, you're not on record anymore. Um, and, and that, for that matter, anyone even trying to help you would be criminalized, you know, so it's a very high level of control that comes with that. Mark, but this global Wi-Fi. Listen, the cities have already been doing it. There's some cities that are already city-wide Wi-Fi, and you go, why would they want us to have you know uh, uh, um, uh, Wi-Fi for free? Well, wait a minute. Wouldn't they just charge you? No, no, no. Everyone wants Wi-Fi, and they want it right now because it does help track pinging every phone and every person that walks. Yep. It just yep. puts it all on the grid. So, but it also establishes the final pieces if you will like knitting the quilt for uh, mark of the beast and they may not even know that they're knitting those pieces in yep but it's just a part of the plan one thing's for sure well it's part of the the satellites they'll release things like that are definitely part of the grid it's to track and control people that's for sure um i mean they've been using balloons and stuff to do that right now as part of that test because they don't need to go out and build a tower in the middle of the jungle when they can float a balloon over the jungle and it carry the signal. Yep, or just put, like I said, what NASA's trying to do, put more satellites. Well, yeah, the, the, the rest of the satellites are going to be the, the best way to go, and they'll be able to lock to each other, like they call them Starlink or whatever. That's, like puzzle that's pieces. What, yeah. Yep, puzzle pieces, but it's it's meant to be so that no matter what happens, everything's on record. And then, Everything. And, you know, we, you always say that no, 
the only people that won't be taking the mark, the only people that won't be afraid are Christians. Well, guess who? We know we're Christians. I know plenty of families that are Christians. We've got friends that are the only people that aren't afraid of the coronavirus and that are laughing at it and, and, and trying to direct it towards um, to Christ is the Christians. And, and people are looking at Christians and saying, "What? Are you, how are you not scared? How are you not freaking out? How are you not blah, blah, blah? It's just, it's just because we have this internal peace that yep. God has provided us, not only through Jesus Christ, but through his words straight up. And we have tons of those that we're wanting to read. But that, that's the point I wanted to make is that you'll you'll see that if you are a true Christian, Bible-believing, Bible-reading, God-fearing, Jesus-loving Christian, you're not afraid. Yep. Because the only thing you should fear is God. And on top of that, the only thing you should love with all your heart is God. The only thing that, you know what I mean? All that he, stuff. Yeah, he, Hebrews, uh, Hebrews 10, 31. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And uh, like I said, as I watch people run around fearing a, a virus uh, at this level to the cautions that they take to save their own butt, but they won't take that caution to save their own and, butt and, from, from the lake of fire. And, you know what and, I mean? And, and, and not even trying to say, like, to, to, to save your own butt. But yeah, you can't out, save yourself either. You know, yeah. it's, it's Christ and it's his grace that's going to ultimately but, get but you the butt. But even at that, if, if you don't understand, you're not for sure on where your life is after death you're so fixated on this life take the time to figure out what your answer is and if you do take the time you ask the right questions and you read enough you, you and you pray you will find that christianity is the answer i i've met with tons of people who say oh i've tried i've tried so i asked them how much of the bible have you read and uh, maybe mark <laughs> well, how much how much have you prayed uh maybe i really didn't pray when i was doing it. it's because you didn't give it enough effort so take as yeah. much effort as you are to stock up to hand sanitize to wash your hands to be six feet apart from people and, and lay into the bible with that and yep. you will find just immense peace because guess what no matter if i get the, give me the corona I dare you, because I don't give a crap. Give because, him six coronas, he'll be puking. Though. Yeah, there is nothing in this world that can that can kill that can kill me. Right? Fear, hunger, illness, depression. There is nothing that can stop me because I have Christ in my heart. Yep. And until you, you until you uh, you feel that you will you you'll never be satisfied. Yep. You'll it, never be your, calm. Your mortal body is not the part you're supposed to focos on saving. Um, that is just your ter terrestrial body specifically, right? Because our terrestrial yeah. bodies do not enter the kingdom of heaven. Flesh and blood will not inherit the kingdom of heaven, but our celestial bodies will. That's the body that is is beautiful. That's the body that lives on forever. That's your spirit. Um, that's what you need to focus on and making sure that that is right. So that you can be with the Lord. Because the bottom line is our, our flesh will be left to this earth. That's it. You know what I mean? That's where our flesh is left. We're given that celestial body. So don't worry about your meat suit. Don't worry about it if you get sick. Like you're, you're worrying about things you shouldn't even. In fact, the worry itself can cause you to get ill. A lot of people don't understand that. Yep. You can worry enough to where your body starts releasing chemicals and you will get yourself sick and worried out of it. And I've seen, <laughs> I've got some friends that are really freaking out. <laughs> And honestly, I just myself, I'm just like, this is what happens when you're not a Christian. You know, this you, you're in a whole panic, and I'm I'm watching everyone run around. I'm like, oh my goodness, and like I this is. This I is actually not. sent this piece of paper that I've printed out of all these verses, and yeah. I just said, here, read this. No, no, oh, I'm okay. just. And there you go. You know, then they start asking the questions. Well, why would God allow this? And it's like, okay, hold on, hold on, read those verses again. Like okay, we got to go to the atheist yeah. one for that. Yeah. <laughs> let's let this is a different conversation, but read these verses again. And and 
to any Christian that is listening, we'll read these off. Write them down. If you feel yourself panicking, having any worry, sit down, pray, read these verses. Read them over and over again. They're designed to be read over and over again to internalize them. Memorize them if you have to. Sing them if you have to, but this is, this is what it's about. First one I have here is Isaiah 41.10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. He has us. Yep. Calm there is, down. There is, there is, there is nothing, mm. nothing to be afraid of. Uh, John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The world, right there, he says the world can't give you the peace I give you. It is just, it, it is just un, I, I said that, uh, what did I tell somebody? I said, uh, that, that his, his grace and his power and his, his power. His presence when you're afraid is immeasurable. It cannot be measured because the more you soak, the stronger it becomes. So if you're afraid still after reading these, read them again. <laughs> yep. Read the surrounding text to get to get some context clues. Go ahead, go ahead, Mason. So in uh, <clears throat> Joshua chapter one verse nine, have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, with uh, whithersoever thou goest. Uh, and we can keep on going, yeah, right? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Matthew uh, chapter 6, verse 34. Take therefore north, no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take, the, shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Yeah, it's perfect. Don't even worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow isn't going to think about itself. <laughs> yeah, not, not for a virus, folks. This is something that uh, you can't see coming, right? This is not something you can control. Uh, hiding in your house is not going to make it all of a sudden vanish. Um, you know, viruses will come about as they do. We live in a very natural world with a lot of screwed up stuff. So it's going to it's gonna play out, and that's that. So don't worry about clinging to it so much. You'll find that, um, you know, I was out uh, networking, you know, yesterday and, you know, meeting a gentleman who doesn't care either. He's like, seriously, he's like, my, my wife's in the medical field. I said, Me, my wife too. Uh, he's like, yeah, this is like totally stupid. He's like, people are going to like, he goes, watch, you know, a few months from now, they're just going to be like, oh yeah, you were one of those people that freaked out. And I'm like, this was never to that level. Like it's silly, but whatever. <laughs> All right. If you're ever in any peril with anything, not even just fear, read the Psalms front to back. It will, cure you of anything psalm 23 i'm gonna read the whole psalm just because it, it it explains a lot and there's a lot going on with this psalm but psalm 23 is the lord is my shepherd i shall not want and if you if you hopefully you recognize this one because this one's very important the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he maketh me lie down in green pastures he leadeth me beside the still waters he restoreth my soul he layeth me down in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest me, thou anointest my head with oil, my cup filleth over. 
Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Not only is that verse telling you straight up, though I walk through death, though I walk through its shadow, I will not fear it. I will not fear its evil. But the Lord, if you have Jesus Christ in your heart, he lies you down in green pastures. He doesn't, he's He's not just, he's not just showing you, hey, here's some grass if you want to lay down. No, no, no. When you have Christ he's in your heart, he, he is, is saying, one. lay down. Lay down. This is this is this is green, luscious grass. He lay. He he, he lets you sit behind still waters. You know what is Notice, most beautiful? I was going to say what what he's really doing also is telling you where to find your serenity, and it's not in the concrete jungle. No. It's not at this hotel or that resort. It is literally right right be, be, beside the waters and the green grass, like in nature. It's Close your, your eyes and listen to some freaking flowing be. water. <laughs> and you will feel peace beyond go, nothing Go to else. the park. Uh, take yeah. yourself to the park. And there ain't no coronavirus out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's everywhere. Don't worry about it. Uh, the trees will get it. It, um, it. It's just, it is, that is just. Hey, um, by the way, I yeah. was going to, you, you want to hear a coronavirus joke? Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd tell you, but you wouldn't get it. Right. <laughs> that, I'm sorry, that wasn't that was good. a dad joke. <laughs> 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 um, all right, so. I'm going to read here real quick from Psalm 91, and I'm going to read the whole chapter here. It shouldn't take too long. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and, and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh unto thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even though even the Most High, my, thy ha- habitation." There shall be no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear up thee in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him, and I will be with with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him in my salvation. So, what a what a great uh, you know perfect ch- chapter, perfect. I mean, it's just telling you, like, listen, calm down. And and I like how in the beginning. So let's go back to let's go back to Psalm twenty three. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no. But in this psalm, he's saying that though you may walk through the shadow of evil every once in a while, when you are with God and you are within his most high and secret place, you abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Stop living under the shadow of evil, under the shadow of the devil. So what we're we're getting from all this, folks, uh, as we're doing this reading, uh, in the scriptures is that the, there's only one rational fear to have according to God, and yeah. that is the fear of him. Now, and, we're, our, not, and, and we're not saying 
follow God because of fear, but no, just understand no, 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 no. there is nothing else in this entire universe that should induce the fear that right. And that fear induces love. Oh yeah, yeah. and and, and, and the fear <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. No, I know, I know. And the fear yeah. and the fear of God is 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 the judgment. You know that is the judgment. That yep. is what you should be fearful of. Is fearful of the fact that he will honor the his lake word. Of fire. Yes. That you he will honor his word. That's what you should be fearful of. Right. So his love is strong for you. Now, now in our everyday lives, there's a lot of fears that we we all rationalize that we think you know. Hey, this is ra- it's a rational fear to have, or worry to uh, be worried for family members to be worried for loved ones. But you have to look at it in the through the eyes of God and what He sees this as. This this life is a temporary test this is not eternity so whatever you think may be worth of living in fear over and living with and living in worry in the eyes of god it it's not it is not rational to him whatsoever because the fact of the matter is folks at any second of the day your number can be punched Mm -hmm. you can die in a car accident or a helicopter crash helicopter crash you can (laughs) You, I, I don't mean, wish. Any moment. <laughs> any moment, yeah. There, there's, there's literally a thousand ways to die, like the uh, old Spike TV show. You know. Why do you buckle your seatbelt? Why do you? Why do you brush yourself? your teeth? Right. Why do you wash your body? So, you I know, mean, like, there's so many things that come about of that. So, so, like, the entire bottom line of this message and what the Bible gives is that you need to be grateful mm. for every second of every day that you do have that mm. you are awake because it can be called and it can be taken away within an instant, whether it's a virus or anything else, an accident disease war famine be grateful for it do not live in fear enjoy your life live in love and happiness with your family and and one thing i want to say listen 3287 deaths a day from auto accidents a day a day listen to me a day where's that from okay listen we're we're at like whatever like whatever five thousand deaths not Uh, even i don't know how many deaths right now total on five thousand two hundred and eighty yeah i think so hold on let me let me find it uh total deaths five thousand six hundred so so folks let me just put this in perspective for you real quick because this is how stupid you're gonna feel okay you're gonna feel this way if you're panicking you ought to feel stupid trust me your day is coming you're gonna go oh this is stupid so coronavirus right now the deaths are 5600 okay worldwide and we go and that that is total since it started, okay? and like I Back said, in November ish. That is that is of March fourteenth, twenty twenty. That's when we're recording this. Yep. And so, so now you look at that, and I'll mind you, every single day, over three thousand deaths from auto accidents are occurring every day. So, <laughs> times thirty days, you understand how far behind the coronavirus is to even catch up, just to even auto deaths. Now, last I checked, you're getting in cars, you're hanging out with people. In fact, you're texting. While you're driving your car, completely distracted, and and look at the death rate on that, and you're not, you have no concern for yep. it. You might not even be wearing a seatbelt. Who knows? You have no concern for it. So I don't see you banning cars or saying, "Hey, don't anybody get in their cars." You realize, thirty-two people died, hundred, you know, thirty-two hundred people died today, just from cars. Stay out of them; they're deadly. No, no, you don't see it. Um, and again, whether you're looking at uh, liver failure from from drinking, all this stuff. If you, you could pull out a, a million other statistics right now that would smoke this whole thing and make it look stupid, and yet you're doing nothing about it. Hundred, you know, 130 nothing. Americans die every day from opium overdose. And, and by the, the way, uh, you know, you all want abortion clinics open, and you got, what, uh, uh, over a million babies a year that are aborted. You know, uh, Ugh, why not? Why not? Uh, about that. You're worried about those deaths. You know what I mean? Like, you're running to it. 
to give it give it out as opposed to even shutting the doors in there. So you have 123 know. suicides per day. No one's worried about that. How many? 123 a day. 123. A and day. that's not that's not only been happening for three months. Right. That's yeah. That's ongoing. <laughs> <laughs> that's every day for <laughs> right forever essentially. You right. know what I mean? So you could say, oh well, compared to 3,000, 120 is not that bad. But I'm gonna tell you right now, the pain from the pain that you go through before committing suicide is I tell you right now, I've had the worst flu in my life. That's that's ten times worse. Right. That is that pain is in that pain is immeasurable. Right. Yep. It's not gonna be like no little flu fever that comes. I would take the flu ten days in a row. because I had it not too long ago. I was freaking like crying in my bed because I couldn't move. <laughs> I was I was literally laying in my bed going, God, just let just make it end. I'm gonna tell you right now, I go through that for a month straight, then have to deal then, with my depression again. Then you heard God's voice. Go to the gynecologist. <laughs> yeah, right. James, Shut go up. To the Come gynecologist, on, man. James. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I miss playing with you. I know, I know. Um, it's just What are you saying? <laughs> Just we just really want to point uh, it towards God. Just yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. You cast your cares upon the Lord. I'm, I'm, bottom line, though, you know, um, you know, I like to, to prep. I like to have things ahead of time. Um, that's Which just is what fine. I do. I'm a provider, and and I want you guys to understand if if you're a person who acted like you're not worried about end times, you're not worried about things getting hard or whatever, and you really don't have preparations. I, I hope at least you're awake now and realize like how delicate you are. You are 100 percent dependent on that grocery store having your goods and if they don't you starve and you don't realize that i hope you do now and this isn't even critical yet this is nothing and so i hope you realize like how quickly nothing would be available to you so if you aren't preparing putting oil in your lamp ahead of time i got news for you lights ain't gonna be on you know what i mean like you you need to have that thought and it just makes common sense to be prepared just under a natural disaster or anything else. You know what I, I mean? I, I went to the store to buy just some normal stuff. And guess what's out of stock? Completely out of stock. All canned food, anything. Tuna, soup, vegetables, it's all gone. You know what the saddest thing is? Is I got people, I saw people freaking dumping stuff in their carts, and they're my age, 23. But I see an elderly couple wearing masks trying to find a can of beans. And they're the ones that are at risk. Right, and this twenty-three-year-old is is, and I understand your fear, but you're not the you're not the target of the corona. <laughs> if if everybody didn't think about themselves and they said, and that's another thing, take time to figure out in your life who can I help out today? Because yeah. now in Ohio, schools have been canceled for a month, three weeks. What was it been? Yeah, three weeks. Three, don't think about yourself. If you can have, if you have an opportunity to help a family member that has kids that. They can't take care of because they have to go to work. Help if you got an el- if you know that there's an elderly lady that lives across the street that doesn't get out much. Deliver some deliver a three day meal package to her. Help help those out because if everybody lived like Christ and didn't think for themselves, there, there would be no problem. Yep, the world would be so much better. So to anybody that says anything about how the world the world would run so clean, perfect if everybody just lived like Christ, it would and you can't you can't defuse that. Nope. You nope. not defuse that. Nope. So, yeah, I hope, um, you know, uh, you're living according to your faith and uh, aren't in the panic. And I hope you're paying very close attention to what all this stuff's ushering in and what's going to come about uh, after this and the level of control it is emitted. I mean, where there was like 40-something countries or whatever uh, areas of civil unrest throughout the globe. And guess what? They're not anymore. 
Yeah. Just no. overnight, everyone's hiding, and 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 they're so concerned. It's it's amazing. You could have like two police officers and one virus, and you just controlled <laughs> an entire country if you wanted to. <laughs> Everyone, stay inside, or you will die. And we'll end here in prayer. But one thing I did want to point out is that yesterday. So this website updates every day at midnight. Yesterday, China had only 11 new cases. Now, if this virus is supposed to grow exponentially, like they say, uh, 80,000 in an exponential stance. In, in right. uh, You have to understand that these countries that have hit their peak, they have hit the peak and they are falling. And they're falling quick because they've got it under control. So you may see a peak come and hit the United States. Well, I think more than anything, too, you've seen the, the, the peak of hysteria followed by the recovered people talking to other people. And they're going, oh, yeah, this isn't bad at all. Uh, you didn't die. You didn't feel like you were going to die. Huh. You, know, uh, you felt you, like you were going to die when you were rushing through the store. But yeah. like I said, there's no rice. There's no canned stuff. There's barely any dairy products. There's no diapers. That is there's... why you reach out to Affinity Christian Ministries for a mountain house. <laughs> buy, your, buy your 30-year-long uh, food. That's good for emergency situations. Yeah, um, uh, yeah no, we, we've, we've been a dealer for mountain house for a while, um, and I love their product myself. But it's for times such as this. While everyone else is trying to hustle stuff, it's like, well, I've got – plenty of months of food and it's all sitting there and it doesn't really matter like y'all can panic i know i'm not going to starve you know what i mean like that that's Jonathan that's doesn't bitter. taste good though and i'll go squirrel yeah. hunting well, it, it tests, that stuff tastes amazing um and that that's what's cool is it's not like mres where you know there's certain what like most of their brands there are very very good tasting um in mountain house most people don't know either they're the ones that got the contract uh for the military and because the because their process is so spot on mm. that when they post test meaning they go to the shelf they open a can and they test the moisture level and it's got to be below a certain level otherwise the food inside Feel will bad. not last the 25 or 30 years and mountain house is to my knowledge i think there was only one other brand out there um but mountain house repeatedly on the shelf was consistent and stayed within the other brands had such high moisture contents in the can on the shelf that it would have been like a seven-year product not a 25 to 30-year product really yeah so there's uh it's interesting but um anyways uh just, i just i think i think we've has everybody said what they they want to and i think so feel comfortable. Yeah, i think i think what we need to do yeah, is i hope just, you're not in a panic and no, you just it, got your head just, out of your butt and you're just going okay fear god fear, fear god more than more than the pray, virus read pray and, and go about your day listen uh, this is not the end of the world those christians who are thinking like oh you know what's going on listen um when a third temple is getting built, all right, head for the hills. That's all I can tell you. Um, aside from that, right now, what you're seeing is all the wars, rumors of wars and pestilences and all these things that are just biblical awakenings for you. But the end is not yet. You know, uh, the Bible talks about the end is not yet. Don't panic. These are just the beginning. This is for you to be awakened, not to run in fear in that way, but to say, okay, hey, I need to start getting prepped. The Lord is giving you those signs and wonders right now. As you're seeing globally, things we've never experienced before. So just awaken. Hmm. Start preparing and watch for cash to go away. Listen, folks, I can't say it enough. You know we're going cashless. It's coming sooner than later. That mark of the beast is here. It's getting propelled, and things like this are going to help. So you need to have a strategy. Like right now, you know it's going to the grocery store, and there's nothing there. Okay? Pretend like it's that way 24-7, 365, because that is what – eventually and i'm and i'm sooner than later listen within within the next 10 years you're going to see that 
you will not be able to buy or sell without the mark. And so, though, as far as that's concerned, the grocery stores are all though, empty. Yeah, too. though the, the shelves are stocked, you you won't empty. be able to access them. And that's that's what it's going to come out. You either fall in line or you get purged. That's what's going to happen with this, and we're seeing it happen already in other countries where they've rolled it out. They're they're you know they're uh, making it mandatory that you you receive your mark or your number right now before you can receive government benefits, and and understand how many people will just put their hand out. Okay, I'm good. Yep, give me my system. I'm ready to go. I mean, just just how Marcus is saying how how they say you cannot do this 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 unless you have your vaccinations. Well, right. that's just the precursor. Yep. All they're going to do is just put a number on top of the vaccination, and whoop, there you go. Yep. Yeah. You already have a number. I have a social security number. And I'm yep. pretty sure no one else has my social security number. I've already. Yeah. I'm already numbered. Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? I've got like four cards open in your name. <laughs> no, you're uh. All right. Well, I think we just need to end in, in some solid prayer, Jonathan. Let's just take it away. There's the piano. Uh, Father in heaven. We come to you in Jesus' holy name. And uh, wow, what, a, what an amazing amount of panic we got down here. Father, right now we're praying for, for Christians to turn to you during this time uh, to seek only the peace that you can provide in our hearts. Um, Lord, I pray for those who are uh, thinking that this is the end. Lord, you wake them up and, and they're able to use this as an awakening uh, to begin preparing for your return. There's no question about it. Uh, those who think they have every minute left, that uh, they think they got plenty of time to get right with God. Father, we're praying right now that people realize they don't. It, time is now. Today, it's now. Not tomorrow. It's not guaranteed. So we pray for the loved ones that are out there right now that may be considering for the first time in a long time going to church, a prayer, healing, Use this time as our hearts are fertile. We're praying, Holy Spirit, you go to work in an amazing way. I mean, flood. Get those hearts while their hearts are open right now. We're praying for that change in them right now before their time is up, Father. We thank you so much. We thank you for your protection and your peace in our hearts. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. Thank you again for listening to this episode of the Affinity Christian Ministries podcast. Be with God, be with his word, and be with the Holy Spirit every day of your life. Give thanks to every day that he breathes into you. If you want to support the show, you can do so either through our mobile app or through online. Just find the Give button. You can give us to us there. We are solely supported by our incomes here, and any support that you give is thanked beyond comparison. Once again, listen to everything that we put out because it's put out for you and you alone. The Christian, the atheist, anyone that is dying to listen for a biblical standard on the world. 
Thank you so much. This is James signing off.